Petra's letters should have warned me. Those secret, smiling letters written in an overbold hand with violet ink on pale green perfumed paper, sealed in green envelopes. They should have been warning enough for anyone. And the house should have warned me. The minute I stepped through the doorway at 13 French Street, I sensed something wrong, something I couldn't nail down. But she closed the door before I had a chance to run. So, you see, it was already too late. Only I should have run anyway. Alex, you've come. I nodded, but I didn't speak. She leaned back against the door, one hand resting on the doorknob, the other fussing with the long V neckline of her black dress. The long, broad hallway was deeply shadowed, though some of the early autumn twilight filtered into the house. I could still hear the lazy rattle of leaves outside against the porch. The bite of burning leaves had entered the door with me. I remembered the red winking of the taxi's taillight as it rounded a far corner, left me standing on the flagstone walk before the large, square, red-brick house. Vern Lawrence's home, 13 French Street. Yes, already I sensed the beginnings of panic, the first hint of futility and hopeless outrage. Alex Bland. Yes, and you're Petra? What do you think? She smiled. I knew her lips were very red, but they looked black there in that hallway. Her right hand left the doorknob, and I took it. It wasn't shaking hands. It was holding hands. No, it was even more than that. Communication from Petra to me. Where's Vern? She ignored it. She let go of my hand, stepped closer. The perfume she wore was faint, elusive. I remembered the letters. It was the same stuff. I'd smelled that perfume on her letters at least once a week for three years. It's queer, she said, never having seen you. Only the snapshot of you and Vern in uniform, the one you had taken in Paris. Your face was all in shadow, you know, so I thought you had dark hair. But you're a regular towhead. And those gray eyes. She paused and shook her head slightly. You're a bigger man now, too, I'll bet. Well, never mind. Anyway, Alex, you look like I expected. Only better. She smiled. Well, let me take your coat, Alex. She helped me with my coat, held it in her hands a moment, then dropped it in a heap on a chair. I hadn't moved from beside my two bags. I could feel the leather of one of them against my leg. It felt substantial, like the beach does after you've been swimming for a mile or so. We looked at each other some more. I guess we had that much coming. That much of it wasn't wrong. She was tall, slimly provocative, all in black. Black hair, worn long, tumbling around her shoulders. Black eyes, all pupil or all iris. Her skin was very white. Her black eyebrows arched slightly, making her eyes seem bolder than ever, and her smile had shock value. Long-legged, full-breasted, and the neckline of her dress reached down, down. She was a bold, beautiful woman. All right? I mean, what did you expect, Alex? We know each other, in a way. Of course, not. I didn't tell her I'd expected a white house with a white picket fence. 
I didn't explain that I had always visualized her in a light cotton dress, maybe watering the flowers. Hell, there weren't any flowers. I said, Vern could always pick them. Yes? He outdid himself. Where is Vern? She'd been speaking quietly, the tone of her voice soft, warm, full. Now it lost the softness, the warmth. Oh yes, Vern. Upstairs. He'll be down. You didn't tell us you were coming, you know. We'd have met you at the station. You told me you like surprises, I said. You don't surprise me, Alex, she said. I've known all along.